What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Four Plot Podcast. My name is Will. Tonight, I have the pleasure of sitting down with my good friend, Eric. Eric, how are you? I'm doing great, Will. It's uh, actually middle of a snowstorm here in Texas, believe Whoa. it or not. We didn't even talk yeah. about that before we started recording. It's snowing right now in Texas? Yeah. it. Uh, we got uh, some overnight. Roads are closed. This place is basically a ghost town. Wow. But, uh, the state is ill-prepared to carry on in any sort of yeah. inclement weather like this. I, I grew up in... Uh, I grew up in... Uh, middle of nowhere, Alabama, as uh, as you know, and uh, same with us. Anytime snow would come into the town at all, which happened once every like ten years, uh, it it could rain. I mean, it rain. It could snow, just like a, a quarter of a quarter of an inch, and the whole town shuts down. Like no school, yep. no nothing, because nobody was prepared for it. You know, it was like just nobody, nobody saw snow there. So no, that's exactly what it is here. Last year, around the same time, we had the ice apocalypse as everybody's calling it and that was a lot more serious it put some some real issues into perspective but this time around i mean it rained overnight so the roads froze over and everybody is panic buying supplies everybody is like building fires in the middle of their living room to keep warm oh yeah man that sounds safe that sounds that sounds safe and good yes uh Hey, um, excited to be hanging out with you tonight. This is kind of a more uh, relaxed podcast. We, we didn't do anything over the holidays. We took a long break. Uh, I think the last thing we did was right before Halloween. I got busy. You guys got busy. And so we thought, January, let's uh, let's start this thing back up and, and see what's happening. We got some people jumping in with us a little bit later tonight. Uh, but first off, let's just start with what we always start with. Eric, what have you been playing, man? I know you've been really busy. Hadn't had a lot of time to play anything. When you have been playing, what you been doing? It's true. Uh, life does seem to catch up with us a little too quickly, but let's see. Uh, over the course of November, December, and January, uh, of course, Halo Infinite came out. Mm-hmm. We were all surprised by exactly what dropped and when. Yep. So I spent plenty of time working my way through the campaign, got oh, yeah. all the collectibles, did the challenges, did the lasso run, did all that fun stuff. Um First of the year, I got myself a Series X. Yes. So I told myself that when I got that, I was going to replay Cyberpunk 2077. Ooh. So I have officially started a new campaign there, and I want to see it now that the game has been optimized and patched in a lot of ways. And I nice. want to see it on a console that it was meant to be played on. Yeah. So I actually never, uh, speaking of Cyberpunk, I've been wanting to go back to it. I started up, and is the joke we've had on this podcast several times, I get like six minutes into it, and I and I walk away. I need to spend more time uh, because I, I it, it I I hear it's a pretty good game once you get past uh, the the first part of it. So yeah, you know me, I'm a sucker for a good story. I can overlook a lot of gameplay issues as long as you draw me in with the narrative. And apart from the fact that Keanu Reeves is in this game and yeah. he's actually really fantastic in it, it's a great story. It does present some interesting moral dilemmas. So I give it a chance. Get through Act yeah. One, and if you're still not grabbed, then you know I would say it's probably not for you. Did you finish it the first time through, or did you just like start playing and stop? I did finish. I didn't. Usually, the first time I play through RPGs like that. I will just barrel straight through the story. Yeah. I, I have a really hard time if there's a thousand side missions to do. I'm not going to sit down and grind every single one of them out. Just gotcha. level me up enough that I can push through the story. And I did that. And I think there's something like six or seven endings and I got to see a pretty good one. So nice. I want to really dig into this one and crank it up to 11, do a whole bunch of the backstory and all that. So, yeah, I'm Which- looking forward to it. I didn't realize until I was listening uh, to another podcast, they were talking about how the Keanu part, he's in there a lot. It's not just a cameo. He's 
a main character of the game, right? Yes, yeah. he is. He, you don't see him in Act One basically at all. But right. the more the story rolls on, you start to realize how significant his portion of this entire game is. So, what's his name? Yeah, Johnny Johnny something. Johnny Silverhand. Johnny Silverhand. Gotcha. Yeah. Just l- little on the nose there. Johnny Silverhand. Got it. Yeah, just a little bit. So we've moved the stu- <laughs> I'm just wondering, and maybe you can tell me if you can hear it or not. So I had to move uh, our studio. Uh, into a different room in my house and this space is awesome and I love it it's our loft it's great unfortunately uh, my little desk setup is right beside our AC intake uh, do you hear a roaring AC intake right now no can't okay say well that's do. good that's good if you can hear it in the podcast I'm very sorry <laughs> uh, anyway so cool uh, yeah back to back to Halo um, you I know so I did it on legendary loved it uh, it was frustrating but but really fun as well I, I didn't feel I didn't feel uh, intense rage a few times let's be honest a few times a few times, a few times. Um, but you know you did it. Lazo, which for those who aren't a part of the Halo community and, and understand what that means, that's legendary all skulls on. In Halo, you find skulls. They're hidden uh, throughout the game world. They've had them since Halo 3, I think, is, is where they started. And uh, Halo 2, actually. They had skulls in Halo 2? They had skulls in Halo 2, but you didn't start playing really the Lasso-type missions until Halo 3. They were more gotcha. just like Easter eggs that you could Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So in Halo 3 is when you could start doing the runs with the skulls, and uh, skulls change the game, right? So you have one that's, you know, you can only get your shields back by meleeing people. You got one that automatically upgrades all the enemies. You got one that takes away your entire HUD, your reticle, all that kind of stuff, and, and you're left with, you know, just a, a blank screen, which makes shooting, I, I imagine, pretty hard is that skull is blind right is that skull in in this game that it takes away your heart yes it yeah. most definitely is yeah so uh, there's a lot of uh, it's it's challenging um but i think you and i talked about it was it made easier there's a skull called bandana which gives you uh, unlimited ammo uh and whatnot did that make the experience easier than regular legendary or did you feel like it was more difficult it to a certain extent, it made it easier. If that was the only thing that was on, then absolutely, you could just plow right through it. But right. it was balanced out by all the things that it took away from you, like having a HUD, like having yeah. the necessity to melee somebody to get your health back. Oh, so yeah. it it didn't feel like it was an overpowering skull. Um, if you get a certain combination of weapons, then yes, it benefits you greatly. But gotcha. no, it, it, it makes it easier, but not easy. There was a video of a guy... Uh, on the Halo Infinite Facebook group is kind of where it launched. He put it on YouTube, but he got a lot of popularity in the Facebook group. He went through the game, first of all, um, without firing a single shot. Uh, he did leg- he did legendary without firing a single shot. He found ways to use the grapple hook to kind of cheese some of the levels and get through them, right? And then he f- <laughs> and then he beat the game on legendary. That was on legendary, too, that he, that he did it without firing a single shot. Then he beat the game on legendary without taking any damage now how is that possible? now the caveat to that is if he took damage he would kill himself and start over right okay. so it's not like he went through the entire thing and never got hit at all just when he got hit he would start over and i think his death counter was like in the 400s uh by the t- by the time he finished but still pretty crazy to think that if he's intentionally started over he actually did make it through the entire thing without without getting hit which is which is pretty that's 
That's insane. Yeah, People are insane. finding so many just weird challenges to do for themselves in these games. And I never would have thought of that, most because I don't hate myself that much. Yeah. <laughs> but more power to him. Did you uh did you use the scorpion gun at all in your Lazo run? For those that don't know, there's a I, go ahead. Yes, I absolutely did. Um that said, it, it's definitely doable even if you don't get that but it certainly made it a lot easier right right the scorpion gun of course is a hidden a hidden gem uh it's a gun that fires the tank rounds uh but it's a it's a handheld gun that fires tank rounds which are some of the most powerful rounds in halo so cool man yeah i've i've been loving halo i think the multiplayer there's a lot here we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it because we could just complain all night long there's a lot of things that i feel like we were talking last night online playing i feel like halo campaign awesome i can't wait i hope they extend the story through dlc which i'm almost certain that they will uh it lets you on kind of a cliffhanger ish uh deal and with the fact that they're saying they're going to support this game for 10 years or whatever they're saying now mm-hmm. um they, they certainly had to put out some DLC for story content, which I'm looking forward to. And on top of that, the multiplayer is awesome. It is so much fun to play. It's probably one of the smoothest Halo games I've ever played. I think the only place that 343 drops the ball in um, is I don't think they've they've really kept up with, the, you know, they did a little bit of the battle pass air quotes here with Halo 5, uh, with with but not really. You just had random unlocks. And I think, you know, watching them, the only complaints I have about the game are the battle pass, I feel like, lacks a lot of a lot of different things. Everything from cool things in the battle pass to, you know, progression and, and different things like that. And then just a minor thing for me is the is the UI, right? The user interface is mm-hmm. it's just it, like Halo 5 was so cool. You had the infinity in the background and, you know, the, the menus were, were full, you know, color and like all the, the UI for Halo Infinite is just kind of meh. You know, it, it's it, very mad <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the point where I stopped trying to find something because I know yeah. I can't find it again. And the yeah. battle passes, the perfect example, customization screen, same. Right. Thing. Yes. I if you've lost me at that, then I'm already out. Right. A lot of work to do there on the customization side. But let's let's turn the clock back to 2010 before battle passes and deep customization like in Destiny and things like that. I think this game is a is a home run. So uh, that's no surprise to anybody. It's been out since what December 8th and everybody's been playing multiplayer since November 20th, something, 20 something. Uh, but we didn't do a podcast, so it was worth touching on. Um, I've been playing Uncharted uh, on the PlayStation. Did you ever play Uncharted? I did not. I still have yet. Well, okay. So that's not entirely true. I've played it on my brother's PlayStation. I haven't owned a PlayStation since the PS2, I think. And so Uncharted is one of those series that has fallen by the wayside for me. Just lack of hardware to play it. It's that. It's God of War. It's Spider-Man. It's a whole lot of things. that when I get one, I'm going to actually play them. But that said, I'm interested to hear what you have to say since you've been churning through those games like a madman. My God, dude. All right. So uh, I was a PlayStation kid, right? I had a PlayStation... so so my my console progress went like I had an NES, then I had a Super Nintendo. I skipped a Nintendo 64. My granddad had one, of all people. Uh, I, I really get... So it's funny, I get a lot of my gaming... Uh, interest from my grandfather who who he used to play he had an nes and 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 all that kind of stuff so he had an n64 so i didn't go that route i got a i got a playstation one uh, and then i got a playstation 2 and man i had so many games the playstation 2 giant playstation fan and then i played halo i never played halo before uh changed the game for me went and bought an xbox four controllers and never looked back 
So I missed a bunch of the PlayStation uh, exclusive games from PlayStation 3 on. Um, Uncharted started on PlayStation 3, and man, these games are fantastic. Like, they're so good. Sony... One thing that they really have over Microsoft and, and Nintendo, Nintendo has Zelda, which always is is a is a great you know great title, great game. Uh, they put out great great stuff, um, but man, the single player experiences on the PlayStation are just unparalleled. Man, Uncharted plays like a feature film, and it is super cool. Um, I, I've loved it. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of climbing I could do with less climbing. There's, I mean, it's a, it's a climbing and shooting. That that's really, that's really what it is. Sure. Um, yeah, that's the gameplay loop. Right, but but the story is fantastic. I mean, I, I just started Uncharted Four. I've played one through three over the last month or so. Just started Uncharted Four, and just wow, it, it is it is cinematic to the point that. You know, there's a lot of cutscenes, but it's okay because I just look and I'm like, I just feel like I'm watching a movie. You know, it's 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 that it's that fun. So, so. I, we I know we brought this up the other day, but you know, now this is between us. Uh, Uncharted movie mm. on the horizon here. Yeah. Now that you've played the story or you've played all the games, I'm sure you're a bit more excited about that. But how you feel about the casting choices for that movie, dude? I you know, so when I, when I to be honest, one of the reasons I started playing Uncharted, I bought the collection. You know, months ago on PlayStation, they had it on sale, and uh, I I started playing the games because the movie was coming out, and I said, "Oh, this looks interesting." I'm a huge Tom Holland fan, love him as Spider Man. I think he's done a great job. He's a very fun actor, brings a lot of energy to the movies he's in. Um, and, and so I was like, "Well, let me play Uncharted because I really I'm gonna go see this movie." And, and it's been you know we've got Jeff and other friends of ours who have just raved about Uncharted for so long. Um, playing Uncharted now makes me less excited for the movie. Um, really? Because I don't know if they're going to be able to capture what makes Uncharted the games so good. Because Uncharted in the games, they're very Indiana Jones. They're a cross between, um, what, what did I say the other night? It, it, it's like a cross between Indiana Jones and National Treasure. Um, and, and I feel like maybe this Uncharted movie captures the National Treasure vibes. But one of the things that I feel like it's not going to be able to capture are those Indiana Jones vibes. It feels very much like, hey, Tom Holland's a popular guy. Let's make him Nathan Drake. I do not understand the casting of uh, of freaking Mark. Uh, why, <laughs> why is his name leaving me right now? What's his last Wahlberg? name? Wahlberg. So I cannot understand the casting of Mark Wahlberg as Sully. I, I, I don't get that. I get they're trying to be younger. But even when Nathan is a – and the story, right? The story's a little off because in the games, Sully finds Nathan as like a street kid who's on the street. And uh, and he kind of becomes like his pseudo dad and adopts him. I don't know what happens in four, but up to the point now in the story, that's kind of what their 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 whole relationship is. And and for me, it's really hard. Hang on, I think we got Richard in here. Richard, I'm so sorry. How long have you been sitting in the in the in the queue there, man? Okay, and his mic isn't turned on. <laughs> your mic's not working, but it's okay. When, whenever you get ready, man, the, you're in the pocket. You're you're turned on. Uh, you're just uh, you're just not in the cast. There you go. There. He's in the distance, but he's there. You're in the distance, but you're here. Um, hey, is it coming? Th- yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? It's coming through the MacBook. Okay. Well, we can hear you. You can, It's just we're, we're recording a podcast. You keep working on your, <laughs> you keep working on your tech. 
if we randomly hear Richard come in, guys, it's because he's working on his microphone right now. Um, it also you also you're in this very dark environment with some just single light on your face. You you look like you're in a serial killer den. I'm just gonna be honest it's with you. Par right for now. the course. That was exactly what it was last time he joined us. Yeah, he's he's trying. Um, so uh, <laughs> Richard has a single light in his home, uh, and it's a white fluorescent right on his face. Uh, so yeah, so back to answer your question in this long form that I've been working on here is no, I I don't really love the casting choices and I don't know if they've done a really super great job with that, but I, I'm hopeful for the movie because I love Tom Holland. Mark Wahlberg's actually pretty good in certain stuff. Check one two. Hey, what's up? We can hear you. Um, and uh, can, is this oh, is this good? Yeah, I mean you're pretty you're pretty tinny, uh, but that but that works. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, I could talk louder. No, 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 no. It's not. No, it's not, not the, that. It's not the volume, uh, but this works. I think you're doing great. You sound great. You're hearing the podcast. That's really all that matters, Richard. You know. Okay. Well. Um, we were just talking about new lighting. I'm trying to test out. Yeah, too, do but, yeah. New camera. Hey. Wow. Hey, doing? man. This is great. You got Rich is coming in hot with all new stuff. Uh, yeah. So, thank you, Christmas. Yeah, great. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Christmas. So, <laughs> no, it's 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 interesting. Um, it's interesting because you know I, I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what it's going to turn out as. I'm really sorry for anybody listening to this podcast and all these mic pops that you're going to be hearing. Um, if only you could see the video. If only you could see the video, you would you would see how just utterly terrifying this den of murder that Richard is, is in. Um, something else. Yeah, something else. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think the casting is, is, is kind of meh. I'll wait and see what the movie is, but I really have been loving the games, and uh, and it's it's been awesome. Okay, so I'm glad to hear you say that. Um I have long been of the opinion. Now, first of all, I got to preface this by saying, did you see like the fan film, the very short film? That Dude, with, with Nathan Fillion? Yes. Yes, I thought it was awesome. Okay. So Rich, that. Just Rich, heads up. We are we are right in the middle of a podcast. So, uh, yes. I, I thought it was starting at 830. No, you're <laughs> That's what the text said. No, the text did say eight thirty, and, and, and you're and you're here just in time for the tail end of the first one. I just wanted you to know before you jumped on and divulged any family secrets uh, that you knew that I was recording this podcast right now. Now we're not live, so I can just cut this out. I probably won't because oh, did it's you just hear something. It's just funny. No, I couldn't. Well, no, no, I couldn't hear hilarious. anything. I don't know. Okay, because I, I actually did say something. No, I, I no, I, I didn't hear. It. I didn't hear it at all. So don't say it, it again was. because we will hear won't. it this time. Um, we were just we were talking about Uncharted and the casting choices in the movie, and Eric was just going yeah. to jump his, to his thoughts. Whoa, that's uh, yeah. I don't know what you that's, just I don't know what you changed there. Whoa, there you go. Yeah, that's better. That's better. I, I okay. We'll talk after this podcast about some uh, settings here. Yeah, um, fair enough. But anyway, uh, as I was going on with that, uh, sure. yes, I I think that in no small part because. The Uncharted games kind of follow the same pattern as the Firefly show and the movie and all that. I think yeah. Nathan Fillion would be a fantastic choice for any Dude, role in that. Me too, man. And people were arguing me in the Facebook thread last night that he's too old to do it now. No, um, he's but, not. but I think he'd be fine. I mean, that that short was made in 2018, and uh, and it, it it was it was awesome. You so, know, a guy said, like Nathan Fillion is aging like fine wine, whereas I'm oh, aging yeah, like milk. Yeah. So I would gladly <laughs> look at him. I will watch anything he puts out. Richard, what are your thoughts I mean, on the Uncharted movie? Oh, uh, so it's so funny, Will, because when I heard you talk about it at first, 
um, you know, as you're going through the game, it makes you less excited for the movie. Yeah. Uh, I felt the same way from the start. I was like, why is Tom Holland Nathan Drake? That doesn't make any sense. Mm. Um, Because Nathan Drake is not a kid. And he's he's definitely like a Han Solo type of figure. Yeah. And Tom Tom Holland is not that at all. So, um, and definitely Soli is more of like a old uncle type of figure. Mm -hmm. And this, he just looks like, tom's older brother so yeah Yeah, no Um, i i I think the sully thing is is a complete miss i mean i like this i mean like they may surprise me and this movie may be awesome so i'm reserving judgment until i see it um but but it's uh, yeah i'm I'm, I'm a little i'm a little hesitant especially with the casting of sully because i just feel like you know um i keep wanting to say mark ruffalo and that is not (laughs) (laughs) that's the whole mark Wahlberg. Um, Ooh, Mark just, the, the older I get, man, the more my mind is like, what was that guy's name again? <laughs> I just feel like I'm 80 years old over here. Um, okay. So, uh, any, any more thoughts about Uncharted the movie, man? Anything, anything else you guys want to share? A bit of a parallel, and this might derail us just a little bit, but it, I'm down for getting shares, derailed, Eric. Here's a similar path here. If I can be perfectly honest with you guys. You can always um, be perfectly honest, Eric. In the same way that I'm concerned about casting choices for that movie, I'm also concerned with what's going to happen with the Halo series on Paramount Plus. Because yeah. at least based on the trailer right now, I know they're not going to retell the story that's taken place over the however many games that's been in the series. But it almost seems like they're going to treat the Spartan Corps like a group of rogues in this, yeah. like almost they're robotic super soldiers and, Oh, they think for themselves, like that's a, a horrible yeah. thing. I, I, I don't understand quite the angle that they're taking with this one, almost trying to treat it as a different story told in a vacuum that may or may not fall into the canon. So I, I I'm right. reserving my judgment because I am always open to being surprised and being proven wrong. But man, that first trailer, as cool as it was, makes me a little concerned about what direction the story is going to be told in. Richard, what did you think about the trailer when you saw it? I loved it. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, it's actually something really cool. I watched it with my wife, and she knows nothing about Halo. She just actually has a negative relationship with Halo, because she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm playing Halo. Like, you and that Halo. <laughs> so, But uh, she's actually very... <laughs> interested in checking halo out this time yeah with me so i was like hey it's pretty cool because she's been watching star wars mandalorian and boba fett with me nice and uh i'm excited to do that i'm not a much of a lore person for halo past the first three games honestly and a little mm. bit of reach but that's my preference Halo's not my favorite lore game but it's my favorite shooter um but that's yeah. just that's just I'm just going at it very casual. Yeah, so. I I I feel uh, I I I have high hopes for it. I think you know they've already said that it's completely different than the games. That they're going a completely different direction than the games, um, which you know, hey, that's great. That's fine. Um, yeah, creative I, license, go for it. Yeah, I I don't understand that. I would have done. I would have had a creative license with a different Spartan story. I don't know if I would have done the yes. Master Chief story, right? There, there's just so much. And they got, and they have 
Uh, is it Jen Taylor does the voice? It's Jen Taylor, right, mm-hmm. of, of Cortana. Um, I'm having trouble with names tonight. Uh, they have Jen Taylor doing Cortana, but they don't have Steve Downs doing Master Chief. Um, I, I don't mind the guy's voice as Chief. I think it's okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's creative different it's creative differences. They're taking their own creative liberties with the with the show, and and we'll kind of see what happens. I did think it was funny. Eric sent a thing in our Facebook thread the other day that had the <laughs> what's a night what's a two thousand one Chevy Suburban doing? I don't know how that snuck into that trailer, um, but uh, that if you go watch, there's a Chevy Suburban hanging out in the background of the trailer. So um, gonna be on Paramount Plus. I'm sure it'll draw a lot of subscribers to that uh, platform. Natalie and I just subscribed to watch Bar Rescue. Um, also. Paramount Plus, if you want to sponsor. No, oh, of course, yeah. Let us yeah, give us a call. Let us know. This podcast yeah. brought to you by Paramount Plus. Uh, subscribe for nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> uh, if you want commercials, four ninety nine a month. Trust me, you don't want the commercial one. Uh, so <laughs> spend the extra five bucks. Uh, yeah. So uh, we've been watching Bar Rescue on Paramount Plus, and uh, I love Bar Rescue. I love John Taffer. I love uh, that Good whole show. show. I love that whole show. I think I just really enjoy shows where people yell at other humans uh, for doing a bad job. Because I also enjoy uh, Kitchen Nightmares uh, and all those other shows where they go in and, and, and totally transform a, a restaurant or a bar. But this is not the Food Channel podcast, okay? This is this is not the Spike TV I podcast. Wish it was. Um, food Network, not a Food Channel. I, why does everything I say tonight sound like a 65-year-old man who's just trying to... Look, man, we've been be... out of the game for four or five months. It's okay. <laughs> We're getting the rust off the chain. It's, a, it's, a, it's a warm-up podcast. We have a warm-up game in Halo. This is a warm-up podcast tonight. All right? Um, cool. Well, uh, Richard, we, we were talking earlier about what we've been playing. I want to give you your opportunity, man. What have you been playing? What have you been doing? Oh, so aside of of Halo Infinite, that's probably been what I've been playing most recently. I actually got uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales for PS4. Oh, man, that and, game is uh, great. Yeah. Did you play Miles Morales? I did. No, I, I played both. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played Miles Morales, but this one this one's good. I th- I think I like the first one better. Oh, same. Still, yeah. but this one's still really really good. Yeah. So they, they, I'm just excited for Spider-Man Two and then yeah. the Wolverine game, all yeah, man. PlayStation exclusive coming out. Yep, I think so. Wolverine game was uh, the most watched trailer on IGN last year, and it's funny because it was wow. only like 60 seconds and it showed. Nothing, yeah, I didn't even know pe- about people that. People are excited about that game, so. Um, Cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I've got quite a stumper for video game twenty questions tonight, and uh, I feel like we're going to be joined by some more later. So let's jump into some video game twenty questions. Oh, you know what? I always do this. I always do this where I'm like, "Hey, let me get excited. I hit the music, and then I forgot I've turned the music down from earlier." So, God, I'm just. This is a warm up podcast, man. Warm up podcast. Straight do it. Here we go. We're going to do it again. Hey, uh, it's time to play video game twenty questions. I know you can't hear, you guys can't hear the music, can you, that I'm playing? No. no. Well, just imagine, it's the music that, you know, when you play Mario 64, you go down the pipe into Bowser's, uh, mm-hmm. Bowser's World, it's the, it's the Bowser's Keep soundtrack. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Love, love Bowser's Keep soundtrack. Okay. All right. Uh, let the questions begin. Comments. Richard, start us off. Oh, wait, I, wait, I'm not prepared for this. Oh, well, you don't really have to be prepared. It waits for no one. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go for it. I wanted someone else to go. I just want to know why I've got my computer on Do Not Disturb, but there's still texts coming through. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, I'm not the one picking the game. Who's picking the game? No, no, I've got, 
<laughs> I've got the game. You, Richard, I would invite you, you to the games. podcast and be like, "All right, Richard, what game we doing tonight?" <laughs> All right, I, hey. I've I've got the game. You guys go ahead and ask the questions. I'm rusty too. Okay, is it a first person shooter? No. Was this game before January first, two thousand? No. Okay. Okay. Was this game developed in America? Uh, let me check on that for you and make sure. Um, uh, no. Okay, Ooh. not not in America. Uh, I'll keep on with the time questions. Was this between 2000 and 2010? Yes. Okay. Was this Japanese? No. That's five. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Did it belong in the generation of consoles associated with Xbox? Original X... uh, No, actually... Yes, original Xbox. So let's say Xbox, PS2, GameCube. No. Okay. Okay. First thing that comes to mind, Richard. Wow. Okay, only, I feel like this is a there. bad question. Is this is it a Nintendo title? No. Okay, that's interesting. So we have a non-American made property between 2000 and 2010. And uh, on Japanese. Yep, which makes me immediately think, and it's also, yeah, um, that makes me think that it's something uh, British made or um, something over in the Scandinavia region. So oh, got uh, Scandinavia coming in here tonight. Yeah, because I have uh, no idea. I, I, I'm blanking on exactly the country, but um, CD Projekt Red is over and I want to say like Sweden or something like that. Mm. So I'm not discounting any of those possibilities. Well, um, uh, let's see. Um, I'm impressed with your vast knowledge. Thank you. I am an array of useless trivia knowledge. <laughs> Let's see then. Um, I'm going to ask, was this a console exclusive? Ooh, hang on. That's a good one. Uh, oh, hey. Uh, yes. It, 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 cool. Yes. I got to go back with a caveat, okay? okay. And this is going to give you a hint. This game... Um, I associate it with the 360. I had no idea, but I'm looking on the Wikipedia page. It actually also was released for Xbox original. However, Uh, don't let that trip you up because I had zero idea this was released for the Xbox original. So yes, it was, it was, uh, and I just gave you a massive hint. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so clearly it's a, I I just goof that it's a 360 game, but, uh, but it's, uh, but yeah, it, 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 it came out for the Xbox, but don't get hung up on that because I would have never, ever known if not seen the Wikipedia page. Well, there were a lot of games made for both platforms. So it doesn't quite narrow it down that much. But you didn't. You guys didn't know it was Xbox until I just said. This oh, is true. Yeah. But yes, console exclusive yeah. to the Xbox. Okay, Richard, it is your question. Okay, um, is this a superhero game? No. Damn. Uh, let's see. Um. Richard, you asked if it was a first-person shooter, correct? I did, and it was not. Okay, so let's say, will 
in a general sense, rather, uh, is this a third-person game? Yes. Okay. That's ten. Are there guns involved in this game? No. <laughs> ah, wow. That actually is a, uh, not a bad one. Okay. Um, this might be reaching a bit, but I'm going to ask anyway. Has this been made available on Game Pass? No. <laughs> We're at 12. Ooh. Yeah, you're at 12. So, non-shooters, third person, um, Xbox slash Xbox. Oh, wait a second. Would this be considered a sports game? No. All right, never mind. Okay. Tony Hawk is out of the question. Oh, that was, that was, that was a good, that's, good thought. That's quite a thought. Um, was this game critically acclaimed? No. Ooh. Oh, the way he said that means it was trash. Does this game include bugs? No. That's 15. <clears throat> Where were you going with the bug question? I'm curious. Were you um, thinking like Gears Odd of War? World. Oh, World. okay. Yeah. Um, well, I know in the past, once we've gotten to question 15, we start getting hints after every incorrect guess. Is that still a thing? Would you Would you like that? Oh, I'm I'm up for dealer's choice. I enjoy <laughs> okay. a challenge. Okay, I can do that. I can give you hints. All right, so so after every question, I'll give you a hint. All right, fair enough. I tell you, um, what, well, I'll tell you what. Since you since you technically have to guess at twenty, right? So mm-hmm. so fifteen. So um, this is what you know so far. It's an Xbox exclusive, uh, primarily on the 360. Apparently, it was released on Xbox. This is by definition a stealth action game. Stealth wow. action game. Okay, uh, so my mind immediately goes to either something in the Thief series, which I don't think was Xbox exclusive, or something in the Metal Gear Solid series, which also was not no guns. Xbox exclusive. There's no guns. Yeah, so um, let's say, is this does this game fall into the genre of fantasy? Ooh... Um, define when you say fantasy. What what are you? When what? I say fantasy, I mean like high fantasy, swords, dragons, wizards, yada yada, Lord of the Rings, basically, magic uh, and all that. I'm gonna say yes, okay, okay, and then give you your hint to kind of do the thing. So this is your. This would be question number seventeen. I'm giving or sixteen. I'm giving you your hint on. Uh, um, uh, I'm going to say yes because there, there is, um, th- th- uh, there are, um, how do I say, royalty. There's like a like a royalty theme going on. There's a royalty theme. Okay. Yeah. So there's not there's not dragons and like swords and whatever else, but but it does. Right. But kings and queens and all yes. that is a thing. Yes. Yes. All yes. Right. Okay. Does this game include hamburgers? Yes. Oh my gosh. It. It's sneaking, isn't it? I knew it. Oh, guys, guess what? 
It is sneaking. I messed it up again. It is sneaking. There. <laughs> it is sneaking. Burger King released it in their uh, in their restaurants. You could buy it for four ninety nine. Uh, I believe it was four ninety nine. Let me see. Release Stealth King. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, even better. Sneak King is one of three promotional Burger King themed games released in North America in 2006. The other two games are Pocket Bike Racer and Big Bumpin', which I never played either one of those. Uh, the Burger King marketing run was from November 19th through December 24th, 2006. The games were available for $3.99 with any purchase of any Burger King value meal. Uh, so there you go. Sneak King. Richard. Nice job, dude. That was and that was. To be honest, who played that game? I did. Me. I had Sneak King. That's yes. what made me think of it because I really, I dude. Sneak King was awesome. So uh, it had four good. levels. Uh, let's see. I write it up here. Uh, it had four levels to explore, including listen to these really really interesting names: the Sawmill, Cul de Sac, mm -hmm. Construction Zone, and Downtown. Those were the those were the ones that you could that you could do. So Sneak King is it. Congratulations, you you uh, you won. Let me give you your Mario sound again. Right. So, so, see my camera. So your big winners. Just one out. Well, I'll tell you what. No, your camera's still there. But I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna call it a podcast tonight, guys. We're gonna go. We're gonna get Richard's audio stuff fixed. We're gonna record another episode of Four Plots so you guys have it. And hey, I'm Will. I got Eric. I got Rich. We'll see you guys next time right here on the Four Plot Podcast. See ya.